is Gemara and Be'ah Adaf Yod. All the learning for this month has been generously sponsored with Chus Ruach Shleim of Shleim Ben Yitzchak Mir Tzeshem. He should have a complete recovery as well as the rest of our Chidim and Vegel Chaim Masara. Excuse me, we're having uh, technical difficulties over here. As well as a Shidok, Rizal Chaim, and Devaira, and Shemir, and Bas, Rizal Gittel. We're holding over here on Testament Bays. We pulled up somewhat in the middle of a discussion, but it's going to be a lengthy discussion that's going to take us all the way into Ahmed Aleph. And the discussion is, uh, is Bishami and Basilo, who is the lenient and who is the stringent one with regard to Simchas Yamtif? We started yesterday, as actually you can see highlighted in front of you for those who are looking at the screen. From the two dots on Testament B's, we quoted that based on our Mishnah, it sounds like Bishama is a Machmir and Simchas Yantif, Basil is a Mekel. Uh, excuse me, from the previous case. And we quoted that the Mishnah that B's, Hashaykh et Chayyab Aleph Piyantav, our original Mishnah on this Mesechta, seems the opposite. So in that Mishnah, Bishama said, Shecht, dig up the dirt and cover over the blood. So Bishama is a Mekel on Simchas Yantif. We tried to ask one stira, a contradiction, and what happened? Rav Yechon answered, Mechlefes Ashita. Switch around the opinions. Now the question, and the Gemara proved that Rav Yechon cannot be referring to this Machlekes. And for now we're going to go on a lengthy hunt to figure out where and when does Rav Yechon's statement of Mechlefes Ashita apply. So we're going to have five attempts. This is, we so far did one. We're going to have four more attempts to find out which Machlekes Bishami Bezillel did, did Rav Yechran refer to when he said he had to switch around the opinions? So Ali Kasha, Hal Kasha, in the first white line says the Gemara And just one more piece of introduction is that it's very interesting is that a lot of the cases that we're going to be discussing are going to be cases which are going to come up in the uh, later in today's daf and in tomorrow's daf. Just, uh, just to keep that in mind. So it says the Gemara, quoting a Mishnah, You're not going to take a chicken, for, a pigeon from the pigeon coop, unless your Nanea literally shakes, unless you designated which chicken you want from before Yontel. You don't have to actually designate and pick up the chicken. Rather, you'll have to say from this one and this one, I'm going to take. Says the Gemara, what do we see from this Machlekes? Alma, what do we see? We see that Beishama is being Machmer. He requires you to pick up the chicken, the pigeon. And Beishama says, no, he doesn't require you. So Beishama is the stringent one. Veremenu, and this is of course a contradiction, like we pointed out to our Mishnah on Tav Beis. Veremenu, and of course every one of these questions, excuse me, is always going to be a question back to the Mishnah on Tav Beis. In the Mishnah, Bishami said, dig up the ash and cover over the blood. Bishami was lenient on Zimchas Yamtif. So what's going on in this, Bryce? We just quoted about picking up the chicken coop and designating it. Bishami is stringent. Whereas in our Mishnah, he was lenient. So Amar in this case, Mokhlevis Hashita switch around the opinions. And I'll point out just one time, again, it's a debate which opinions we're switching around. Straight up, Machlekes, Rashi, and Taisus, other Rishayim, 
whether we're referring to switch around the Mishnah or switch around the new Mishnah that was quoted. So again, attempt number two, this is where we have a contradiction. Rav Yechelet says, switch it up. Says Mara, one second, last line. But don't belong, maybe it's not true. Maybe Bishami only said it's in our Mishnah. Bishami in our Mishnah was lenient when you have a shovel stuck in the ground. But when there is no Shovel that's stuck in the ground. Light. Maybe in that case, Bishami would not be Makal. So we're trying to isolate the reason Bishami is Makal. We're asking contradiction that Bishami seemingly is Makal in all cases of Simchas Yantav. Says the Gemara, slow down. Maybe the only reason he was Makal in our Mishnah was an isolated reason because there was the shovel already in the ground. Tarot's number one. Inami. Inami means similarly in this case. It doesn't necessarily mean another answer. But Inami says the Gemara, Adkan Luka Amri, in this case of picking up the pigeons, maybe the reason Basil was lenient and allowed you to not pick it up and to verbally designate which one you want is because what we were discussing, we're only discussing an issue of muksa, says the Gemara. However, and therefore that's why it suffices when you pick it up. When it comes to our case of the Mishnah, where there's a real answer to dig in the dirt, like, maybe you were not seized in, and therefore attempt number two is shot down. Let's take one more moment to look at a Rashi. Rashi, three lines from the top, says that Lakiman de Muksa who Kiman de Eloy Aser Ella Mishom Muksa. And Basman of Al Masagi, a bit difficult to understand exactly what Rashi is holding in on. What does it mean, Ella Mishom Muksa? Muksa is an Isser de Rabbanan. But Rashi seemingly is pointing out that this is an Isser which could, be fall, could fall away very simply. Not every Isser you could do something and get rid of. Over here, the essence of Muksa is by Hazmana, by preparing, it makes it not Muksa. And that's why Basil would say you could just verbally designate it because now it's called prepared. So attempt number two at figuring out what is this the contradiction? That Rav Yechon said an answer that that's not necessarily the case that Rav Yechon was referring to. Number three, four lines on the top. Yudam and Aleph. Elikash al kash. The following case. Beishami I'm Rim. This is going to be tomorrow's daf. Beishami says a noylin is the ali lekatzav la baser. Now to pick up the ali, which is some sort of uh, mortar. In order to come meet on it, if anyone remembers back all the way back from the uh, Gemara Shabbos days, it's a large discussion exactly what is the problem, what is the Isser over here. Rashi points out, that's what Rashi says in the first narrow line. And Rashi was therefore explains that Bishamayol do not let him move something which is a clean malachtil Isser, even for its own usage. Which, of course, we know is not the halacha. We know that a clean lachta is like a pen. You're allowed to use for its own usage. But over here, that's how Rashi learns. Other learns. It's a different case. It's a muksa machs gufa. It's a real level muksa. But either way, he says the Gemara. Bishami says, don't take this Eli. Don't take this uh, chopping board, this pestle, and cut meat on it. It's material. And Basil says, you're allowed. So what do we see again? Basil's being lenient and wild for a mini. We asked in our Mishnah, Shechai, Bishami, so down number three, where Rabbi Yechonim would apply. Answers the Gemara, me my. How do you know? When the Bishami says, again the same answer. Only when the shovel is inserted in the ground. That's when he's leaning allowed to use the dirt, but not necessarily is he lenient in all cases of Inami, another reason I can love. Over here is a lower level muksa. It's clean laughter, sir. I've lost some life, but maybe the case of. 
The shovel not. So it says the Gemara, it's not necessarily a contradiction, and therefore you do not have to switch around the opinions. Eli Gasha Tem number four, first white line. Eli Gasha Al Gasha, Bisham Yermim says, Bishamai, a noisiness Arlonea Darsim. You now put the heights to put it in a place where it's going to be trampled upon. This is part of the tanning process. You got to flatten it down. So it says, Bishamai, don't put the hides on the floor so people can step in and trample it and thin it out. Nor are you allowed to pick it up unless Ellen Kate if there's meat on it, then of course you can pick it up because it's not moksa. Basil Matirin, Basil says you're allowed to put it down, you're allowed to pick it up. Oh, being stringent. You're not allowed to uh, flatten out this uh, height. Very minute, but the contradiction is lenient. Answers the Gemara, Says the Gemara on this attempt number four, Mimai, how do you know? It's a real contradiction. When is the shovel in the ground? But not in all cases as you're allowed to trample upon the high. It's not really moksa. These hides have another usage. They make a nice cushion. You could sit and lie down on them. And therefore, it's not a contradiction at all. The fifth and final attempt as follows. Again, a case that we're going to talk about tomorrow, you know, to remove the shutters. They had these boots that they would sell wares on. You still can see these in different places in Manhattan, etc. And the way that it worked is there were these windows with shutters, and they would open up the windows, and not only would they open the shutters, they would take that board and then they would lie it down, and that's when they would put things in it. So it was a board that closed the window, they would open it up and lie it down. Says me, Shami, even this talking to Satrisa Biantif, you know that to remove them, he still says, Matirin, Afla, actually keep and put them back in. So why do we see the exact same din? Is a lenient one. Answers the I can tell you it's not a contradiction to be Shami. Why not? Like we said ten times. Four times, actually. We have a contradiction in the opinion of Basil. This is going to be the case where Rabbi Yechran's din of switching around the opinions will apply. Seemingly on the fifth attempt, we have an answer. It says the Gemara, even here, I can, ha- I can help you. And even here, I can show you not to switch the opinions. Which, by the way, this should show us many times we have Gemara's Mechlebis Ashitan. People suggest, ah, oh, why do we always say that? We see we don't want to say that we're going to all lengths to show us how we reply. It says the Gemara, Inami Yadkamu Amri Bishil Acha Elamisham. Maybe it's an isolated reason why over here Basil is lenient. Because what are these boots? These boots are not attached to the ground. They're Kalim. The utensils. And we know the rule. We learned Gemara and Shabbos. Ain't been in his tier of a Kalim. You had to build to take apart Kalim. And that's why Basil allowed you to take away the window. But maybe it's not a contradiction at all to all cases of Simchas Yantif. So Gemara does not conclude with any actual validity to the statement of Rabbi Yechon. I just would be remiss if I don't point out that I don't want anyone making mistakes. Ain't been in his we are machmir. We do not allow you to build kalim. There's many, many different rules. Things that are very tight and taut. You can't uh, build on Shabbos and Yantif. But uh, again, that's the general rule. Is in bidding nustira be kalim. Says the Mishnah Yod Amir Aleph. Continuing our dogs. Beisham Beimim says Beisham. 
This should sound familiar, because this was the first case that we started with today, which was the second of the five cases that we tried to prove with Rabbi Yechel and the contradictions in Bishamai. This was case number two. You're not allowed to pick up the pigeons on Yontif unless you prepare them before Yontif. How do you prepare them? You pick them up and you designate them. It suffices to say, I'll take this one. Says the by the brich we show you the first brooch. What's it's referring to? Generally, the pigeons had two, uh, two, th- two sets of children. The first set of children they would keep near, closer to home, and the second one they would let go. So says the Gemara by the first set of children. That's where Beisame and Beisil disagree. Why? You might change your mind. If you don't actually designate, I'm going to eat this pigeon, you might change your mind and say, no, nah, I want to keep that pigeon. I'd rather keep it with the mother. It keeps the mother happy. Beisil Sabri, like guys, you know, by the second brooch, when there's multiple children, everyone agrees. You don't have to actually pick up the pigeon. It suffices to verbally designate which one you want to use. Says the Gemara, beautiful. One second. What's the opinion of Basil? What did Basil just say? Words, verbal, de- de- words, <laughs> words, verbal designation suffices. What do we see? Why does Basil require you to say anything? Why does he have to say, I'm taking this one? Why does he have to say, I'm going to take something? Why does he have to specify? Perhaps what's the reason says the Gemara of Chitei Beisil Laszlo Breira, the famous Liga Breira we have all over. Maybe the reason Beisil does not hold the Breira. Retroactive clarification. Beisil does not hold this enough. I say I'm going to eat something. And then tomorrow I say this is what I meant yesterday. That retroactively clarifies that. That's what I had in mind. Beisil does not hold the concept of Breira. And that's why the Mishnah Beisil requires you to verbally, verbally point down and designate which one you're going to take. But tonight, but ask the Gemara, that's a problem. Five lines into the Gemara, about ten lines from the bottom. First one online is Veil Tanan. Ha mace be bias. You have a mace in the house, a Mishnah we've seen already. There's many windows, openings in the house. And the Allah is the mace that permeates everything in the house. Not only does it permeate everything in the house, it permeates every doorway. Not only does it permeate every doorway, that even if the door is closed, and there's something outside the door, within the doorway, it is tummy. For what reason? Because whichever doorway the mace is going to come out, that doorway is fully tummy. So there's many openings. We don't know where the mace is going to come. So all the doorways, all the windows, etc., Everything is tamei kulan tamei. says the Gemara. Niftach achmed. Let's say you open up one window, one door. Then who tamei v'kulan tired? Now we know. Okay, the mace is only going to go through that door. So that door is tamei, but everything all the other door is a door. Chashav if he thinks I'll see a bechamei model bechaloin. She's If he thinks I'll take it out one doorway, or he thinks I'll take it out one window. Matzalas al kol b'sachem kulan. It saves all the openings. Even the mere thought. Which doorway or window are you going to take it out? You have to have this thought before the mace dies. You see a person, God forbid, lying about to be an after. At that point, that is when you have to think, okay, I'm going to take it out that doorway. But if you do not before he died, it does not help to do it afterwards. Seemingly, why? Because Bishami does not hold a brain up. It's too late. 
Even after the person dies. So Basil holds a prayer. Basil says, even though the person's dead right now, still you'll have to say this doorway was what I always had in mind. And I'm retroactively clarifying that is the doorway I'm gonna take it out from. Says the Gemara, what do you see? Basil holds a Rera. And you just explained the why the mission of the Basil have to say, I'm gonna take Zed this Zed this and this bird and not from these birds, just because he does it all the rare. Contradiction in base Hillel. Answers the Gemara. We already resolved this issue. Our Itzmar Allah, we already explained four lines on the bottom. Amar Rabbah. Letaris v'sachem ikan We're talking about in the future. We're not talking about in the past. And therefore, there's nothing to do with Rera. At all. Therefore, this discussion has nothing to do with Rera. Rabbi does not hold the Rera, and therefore, there's no contradiction in Brayra in Basil at all. Rabba Amar comes on Rabba and he explains I don't know Freya. Really, it is going to my Freya. If it's going to my Freya, it's contradiction in Basil. Because the issue over here, you know what, Basil requires you to say, I'm going to take this bird because you're afraid you're going to pick up one of the birds in your tip and you're going to say, Oh, I want this one. Nah, it's not good. I want this one. Nah, it's not good. And what's going to happen? You're going to end up having excessive movements, excessive tier there are muksa items on Yantif. And that's why, so it's a side reason he still requires you to verbally, verbally designate which bird. Not because of prayer, but rather because we're afraid it's going to come to a point that you're touching and picking up birds for no reason. Says the Gemara, that's how Rava explains Basil. So again, we have two Tarutim. The first Tarut says that the price about the maze had nothing to do with prayer. The second Tarut says Rava, no. Second Tarut says Rava is, there's a different concern in our Mishnah, and therefore our Mishnah has nothing to do with prayer. Asks the Gemara the last line, But we said, if you say, I'll take this one, that enough, that suffices. Says Gemara, why does that suffice? Maybe we should be concerned that you're not going to want that one. Answers the Gemara, honey, maybe you made Arab Yantiv. No, that only means if you said it on Arab Yantiv and you chose which one you want, then when you come on Yantiv, you know which one you're going to take and we're not worried. You're going to come to excessively move any items for no reason. I will be Yantiv moving over to Yudam and Bays. Oh, sir, on Yantiv, you're not allowed to make the actual selection. Why? Because you might come to swap it up. You think the bird is fat, it ends up being skinny, so you want the other one. Touching something for no reason. Inami, another answer says the Gemara is in the Mashachi Kulu Chushim. You know what's going to happen if you don't designate before Yantiv which bird you want to eat on Yantiv? You're going to find that they're all Kulu Chushim, they're all weak, they're all measly birds. You're not going to eat any of them, and you're going to come to refrain from having proper Simcha Yantiv. It's a din, perhaps even a din to rice of Simcha Yantiv. A din that you have to have good meat, good wine, good clothing as well. So if still is afraid, if you don't verbally designate, I want that bird, you might come to a situation Yantiv that that's not good, and you're going to lessen your Simcha Yantiv. And that's why still requires you in our Mishnah to say, I'm going to take this bird particularly. Says the Mishnah. They got lots of Mishnah, says Misechta. Says the Mishnah, you know what it means. Zimein Shchairim, Umatz Levanim, Levanim Umatz Shchairim. If you designate again back to our dolls before Yantiv, you say, I'm going to have that one tomorrow, I'm going to have that one. You designate the black one, and then tomorrow you come to the chicken coop, you open it up, and uh oh, there's only white ones. You designate white ones, and you find black ones. Shnaim, you designate two Umatz Shchairim, you find three. Asurim, they're all forbidding because we assume that they're different birds. And these are not the ones you designated. Shlaisha Matza Shnaim, then Mutarim, because we assume that just one of them left. Betoy Chakein Umatz Shchairim, like Cain is the chicken coop. 
in each chicken coop, they had multiple canes, multiple compartments, almost like uh, different rooms in a house or different motels inside the different rooms in the motel, you know, with external openings and the porch in front of it. That is the cane. That is the chicken coop. And there's multiple holes. Different chickens go in different ones. So you find, you, you designated it when the chicken's inside and you come back in the and you find it sitting on the porch. You find it sitting in front of the cane. Ah, Surya and they are all forbidden. Then then it's going to be permitted. And of course, the Gemara is going to explain all these cases. Says the Gemara, what was the first case? I designated before you blackbirds. And I came back and I found white ones. Says the Gemara, of course it's us, it's a different bird. You designated both. You know what the case is? You designated both. And then, and each one was in its own middle room. And then when you come out, they found out that they swapped rooms. Each one's in the other room. So I would think, I would think, okay, one second. I designated a black and a white. Black was in room A and white was in room B. I come back and what happens? White is in room A and black is in room B. So maybe I can say, come out, like beautiful, they just swap rooms. No big deal and everything's mutter. Kamash Malan, that's the Chiddush. I'm asking the Chiddush on our Mishnah. No, we have no way of knowing that for sure. So don't we say, the one that you designated flew away and the one inside is a different one and therefore it's going to be forbidden on Yontif. Says the Gemara, What does Rav Chanina say? Whenever we have a clash, we have a clash between two tremendous rules, majority or proximity. I find a piece of meat, majority of all the meat over here is trafe. But in proximity, it's closer to a, a kosher store. What wins? Proximity versus majority. So Rav Chanina says, if we go with the right, we go with the majority. So seemingly our Mishnah is a raya to Rav Chanina. Why? Because even though proximity would teach you black and white, they swim shrooms. So proximity teaches you that that's another room. Yet we said it's no good. Seemingly why? Because we go by Rav and Rav of the Velt, Rav of the World, birds, you did not prepare. Says the Gemara, no Rav, because I'm Rabbi Abedaf, Achanami Abedaf. Says the Bible, no, there's no Proof, you know why? Because it had a little porch in front. It had the platform in front of it. And on that platform, there were other birds there. And therefore, even in proximity, there were also birds that are forbidden. So it's not necessarily a proof that we go with the majority, because it could be that the proximity as well is forbidden because on this little porch, on this little lip of the bird chicken coop, there are also other birds. Maybe that's the reason why when the black and white swap rooms, it is forbidden. Says the Gemara, four lines from the white lines. Suri in the Mishnah said, if I designated two birds and I found three, they're all forbidden. Manavshach says the Gemara, as explaining. If they're different ones, they're different ones and they're forbidden. And if these are not all new ones, it's definitely one new one, and I don't know which one that is. And if I have three birds and they're all mixed together, one of them is forbidden. So that's the reason why it's Asr. So even it's either it's forbidden because they're all new ones, or it's forbidden because because one of these three is forbidden and therefore all mixed together. And now the next case in the Mishnah, on the last narrow line, But if I designate three and I come back and find two, then it's allowed. And now we're going to start a lengthy discussion. My taima. 
You know, Lama, because I say these are the ones that you designated, and the third one just flew away. That's why the two that are remaining we can assume are mutter. That's what our Mishnah says. We're going to start this discussion, but it's really going to take us all the way into Ahmed, Aleph, tomorrow's daf. Says the Gemara Lingmas, he said, Rebbe, you've learned Our Mishnah seemingly is Rebbe and not the Rabbanan. Who's Rebbe and Rabbanan? The Tani learned in a Raisa. Haniach Mano Matzamasayim. If someone leaves a mana, a miser sheni in a box, and he comes back and he finds two mana, and he doesn't know what the second mana is, Rebbe says, and of course we're trying to bring a proof that our Mishnah is like Rebbe, says Rebbe, we assume that the second mana is chulin, not, has no kedusha, no sanctity, and they're all mixed together. Everything is chulin. Case number one. Case number two, and this is the case we have to zero in on. Third wide line. Okay, great. This sounds just like our Mishnah. What was our Mishnah? I left three birds that came back. There are two. And we said they're allowed because one flew away. What's this case? I left two mana of my Sashin. I come back only find one. What's the halacha? You left one and you came back and there's one. That's fine. So Rebbe is the exact same thing as our Mishnah. We assume that the extra mana, it's like the extra bird that fell away. But the one that's remaining is one that you left there and therefore it is allowed. Everything is cool, and we assume that the ones that you put there went away, and these are both new manas. So it says the Gemara, our Mishnah seemingly is like Rabbi and not the Rabbanan, which of course is not great because Rabbanan are the majority of any. Answers the Gemara in the fourth wide line of Yudim Rabbanan. Birds are different. You can't bring a proof from a bird. You know why? Because birds hop around, and therefore that's the reason why it would be a different thing. But when it comes to the Meister Shani, maybe not. And therefore our Mishnah can even fit with the Rabbanan. Says the Gemara. One second. Why do we need to explain our mission like you just said? The shiny goes You just answered that we wanted to say our Mishnah is like Rebbe. Our Mishnah says you put two and you find one. That one is one that you left. It's like Rebbe that said you left two mana and you find one mana. That's the mana that you left. And not like the Rabbanan. What did the Rabbanan say? That everything is cool and we assume everything went away. That's not like our Mishnah. How do we want to answer? No, we can go with the Rabbanan. Why? Because our Mishnah is about birds. And birds have a tendency to hop away. Says Mar, why do you have to say that? For but we learned in that Raisa with regard to the money, the mana, and the two mana, the Maisa Shani money. That we have a debate. What was that case in the case of the one mana and the two mana? Was it discussing that it was two different wallets or was it discussing one big wallet? And now the Gemara articulates what its question is. Five lines on the bottom. Okay, I'll grant it. If the case of there by the man is two different case in two different pockets, then I agree that it's very comparable to our Mishnah. And then we have to differentiate and see that our Mishnah is talking about chickens that have around. But the other man that explains that the Mishnah over there when I left two man and I found one. And the Chachamim said it's all cool, and we assume that your money left fell away, and this is the new money. It's only because Echad in one wallet. I will shake his different But everyone agrees that it's two different wallets. What's that Lacha? That which you left is there. Because it, it was each one is in its own independent pocket. Why do we have to answer? 
anything. Why not? Because it's very simple. Because in our Mishnah, it's like two pockets as well. Because each bird was in its designated place. And if we're just like over here, we're saying everyone would agree, that what you left is still there. So to in our Mishnah, when I put two and I came back, there was one, there was three, and I came back, there was two. Everything is great. Answers the Gemara, Hoi Amrit, Kisin. Excuse me, that's probably that's the end of the question. No one argues by Tupac. It's similar, no one argues in our Mishnah. So says the Gemara, I have a simple reason how our Mishnah can fit with the Rabbanan. You don't have to differentiate that birds are different because they hop. I have a different way of differentiating. You can answer that the Rabbanan agree that if there was each money's was in its own pocket, the Rabbanan agree that we don't see that they both got lost. And rather that which you left is still there, so too by the chickens, that which you left is still there. So why do you have have to answer. Chickens are different that they hop away. Amar Ravashi, and with this we conclude two lines The chickens are tied up and the money is tied up. And therefore, chickens jump around and they'll rip the rope. But kissing money obviously does not rip apart. And that is the reason why we had to give a different answer. That's the reason why I had to say that birds are different. Because the cases where they are both tied and money doesn't fall away, but birds do. And that's why we had to differentiate the only difference between our Mishnah in order to fit it with the opinion of the Rabbanan. It's because our Mishnah was discussing that birds that have not money will pick it up from the Rebbe and